In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. This is the day that Christ, the Lamb of God, gave himself into the hands of those who had slain him. This is the day that Christ gathered with his disciples in the upper room. This is the day that Christ took towel and washed his disciples' feet, giving us an example that we should do to others as he has done for us. This is the day that Christ our God gave us this holy feast, that we who eat this bread and drink this cup may proclaim his holy sacrifice and be partakers of his resurrection, and at the last day may reign with him in heaven. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts fear, all desires know, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, If ye love me, keep my commandments. Unless I wash you, you have no part in me. Let us confess to Almighty God our sins against his love and ask him to cleanse us. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have, have sinned, sinned against thee and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are heartily sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of thy Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve thee in newness of life, to the glory of thy name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, our Father, who hast invited us to share in the supper which thy Son hath given to his church, that it may proclaim his death until he comes, may he nourish us by his presence and unite us in his love, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man, according to his eating, shall make your count for the lamb. And thus shall ye eat it, with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And again, all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you, when I smite the land of Egypt. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. 
This is the word of the Lord. Be to God. Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory 
Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And supper being ended, the devil now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Simon, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God, and went to God, he riseth from supper, and laid aside his garments, and took a towel, and girded himself. After that he poureth water into a basin, and began to wash the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus saith unto him, He that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. And ye are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore said he, Ye are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet, and had taken his garments, and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Ye call me Master and Lord, and ye say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that ye should follow, that ye should do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. Therefore, when he was gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God be glorified in him, God shall also glorify him in himself, and shall straightway glorify him. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. Ye shall seek me. And as I said unto the Jews, Whither I go, ye cannot come. Now I say to you, A new commandment I give unto you, That ye love one another, As I have loved you, That ye also love one another. By this shall all men know That ye are my disciples, If ye have loved one another. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. An upper room. That's where they were this night. In secret. That's where they were after the crucifixion. In secret for fear. The upper room. The place of safety. The place of calm before that terrible storm. We have been in an upper room, my friends. We were certainly there last year, at this time, for this day, Monday, Thursday, in our places of safety, or at least relative safety. The hell of the outside world kept out. Some, like the disciples, with our friends. Some, with our families. Some, alone, in our upper rooms. That upper room was a place of love and betrayal. Any place of safety is only as safe as the people in it. And we know that after this year. The people fleeing domestic violence, dying because of that which was brought into the home by someone else, or crippled by the fact that there was nobody else there at all. A bittersweet upper room. The hope of safety. The fear of outside. But tonight, the love. For tonight is Love Thursday. You heard about it in the Gospel. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you. The new commandment. The mandatum novum in Latin. Mandatum mondi, mondi Thursday. Love Thursday. And we hear the love of Christ from the horse's mouth, really. The longest single segment in any of the Gospels is John's sustained speech by Jesus at the Last Supper, in which he explores the question of love. And then acts it out. And then gets on his knees and takes the dusty, grimy, smelly feet of his disciples. Filthy feet, almost certainly. They spent their whole life walking everywhere. And then he washes them. And they hate it. Peter cannot stand it. The whole relationship between them is upended. This is not what he wants. This is not what he likes. Jesus, whom he admires more than anybody else in the whole world, is on his knees before him, cleaning him. We don't like being helpless. If we're honest, we don't like being helped. Love is what we can do for other people. We are active, we help, we serve, we do. I am not the object, sir. I am the verb. 
said King George to his doctor in the madness of King George. We are the verb. We do not like being the object. And yet in our upper rooms, most of us have been the objects. We have not been able to be the verbs. There have been some who have ministered and served others this last year, some with great personal heroism. And I know we would all share the sentiments of Her Majesty the Queen, who paid tribute to the immeasurable service of those who have supported us all over the last year. As she said last week, as she presented St. Bartholomew's Hospital, our sister foundation, just across the road, with a bouquet of flowers from Windsor Castle. But for most of us, the call has been to be served as we wait in our upper rooms. But we cannot stay in our upper rooms, not for fear, not forever. Jesus did not stay in that upper room, but went across the Kidron Valley to the Garden of Gethsemane to wait to be betrayed, to wait for that ultimate act of love, the laying down of his life for the world. The disciples too could not stay in that upper room, not our, but they did not leave that room in fear or sadness. They left it in the excitement of the knowledge of the resurrection, of the transformation of the world and humanity which Jesus had effected in the darkness of the tomb and the agony of the cross. We cannot stay in our upper rooms either. This is not a call to break lockdown, wherever we might be this night. But the time will come when we must leave our places of safety and turn back to the world and to love and be loved. And like the disciples, to know that the world has been turned upside down, not by the coronavirus or by our national lockdown, but by the self-same thing that drew those disciples out of that upper room on the first day of the week after the resurrection. The Christ who did not cling to equality with God, but emerged from his mother's womb, screaming and writhing, and died before his mother's eyes, screaming and writhing. The Christ whom those disciples saw laid in the tomb while the world turned dark and the soldiers played dice for his clothes. The Christ who died, like every man and every woman ever born, the God who took our flesh and bore it to the tomb, pierced and bleeding, and who transformed our flesh and made us worthy to love and be loved because our nature was shown on the cross and in the garden beyond the tomb to be divine, made in the image and likeness of God, made in the image and likeness of love. Here might I stay and sing no story so divine. Here might we stay and sing. Here we might. But we won't. Because here this night 
in this upper room, we are called not to stay here and sing, not forever, although staying behind tonight, at home, to reflect privately, here in the church to join the watch that will take place after this service, would be good to stay with him but one hour as he asked of the disciples. But after this season, after this season is done, we are called to go forth and love and be loved and tell the tale of that story so divine. Never was love, dear King, never was grief like thine. This is my friend, in whose sweet praise I all my days could gladly spend. Amen. Almighty Father, whose Son Jesus Christ taught us that what we do for the least of others, we do also for him. Give us the will to be the servant of others as he was the servant of all, who gave up his life and died for us, yet is alive and reigns with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Father, on this the night he was betrayed, thy son, Jesus Christ, washed his disciples' feet. We commit ourselves to follow his example of love and service. Lord, hear us. On this night, he prayed for his disciples to be one. We pray for the unity of the church. Lord, hear us. On this night, he prayed for those who were to believe through through their message. We pray for the mission of thy church. Lord, hear us. On this night, he commanded them to love, but suffered rejection himself. We pray for the rejected and unloved. Lord, hear us. On this night, he reminded them that if if the world hated them, it hated him first. We pray for those who are persecuted for their faith. Lord, hear us.
pay my brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty God. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands to the praise of your greatest name. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, everlasting God. And now we give thee thanks because for our salvation he was obedient even to death on the cross. The tree of shame was made the tree of glory, and where life was lost, their life has been restored. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Glory be to thee, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death until his coming again. Hear us, O merciful Father, we most humbly beseech thee, and grant that by the power of thy Holy Spirit, we receiving these thy creatures of bread and wine, according to thy Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ's holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. who in the same night that he was betrayed, that is, this very night, took bread, and when he had given thanks to thee, he brake it, 
and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks to thee, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it, in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, we, thy humble servants, having in remembrance the precious death and passion of thy dear Son, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, entirely desire thy fatherly goodness, mercifully to accept this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion. And although we be unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this, our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offences, and to grant that all we who are partakers of this holy communion may be fulfilled with thy grace and heavenly benediction. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honour and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. As our Saviour Christ hath commanded and taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, 
and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Amen. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was given for you, and his blood, which was shed for you. Take this in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. Let us pray. Loving Father, we thank thee for feeding us at the supper of thy Son. Sustain us with thy Spirit, that we may serve thee here on earth until our joy is complete in heaven, and we share the eternal banquet with Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen.
And no man. 